Welcome in, everybody. Let's get right into it. All right, so in science fiction, one of the tropes that is kind of embedded in the foundations of what makes the genre is time travel. And we have a, a, a lot of great standalone stories like The Time Machine and Back to the Future. And we also have series that use time travel as a tool to help tell their story, like Stargate or Doctor Who. Now, wherever you go in the massive world of nerddom that encompasses science fiction, you're going to find time travel in some form or fashion. And it may even be as old as the question, what if, that permeates a ton of storytelling in general. So time travel is everywhere. It's almost a tired trope. In, in fact, in a lot of ways, it is a very tired trope. Um, I, I know that in, uh, in Rick and Morty, they explicitly say that we will not use time travel because it's dumb. There's a lot of explaining around it, and it's, it's hacky in some way, um, and it's, it's just very overdone. So, just to kind of touch really quick on what the other kind of foundational tropes are for science fiction. There's time travel, there's clones, um, AI, the singularity, viruses, there's global conspiracy. I would say conspiracy in general, uh, like government cover-ups and things like that, um, there's the whole, right, Soylent Green is that, right? Like, Soylent Green is people, and the government has been feeding us people the entire time to both solve the overpopulation and food scarcity issues. And I, I would say that uh, Apocalypse, uh, or Apocalypses, Apocalypse, whatever the plural is, uh, is also another foundational trope. Uh, first Contact. There's there's a there's a good handful there's there's a good dozen things that make up sci-fi foundational tropes I would say and one that stands at the zenith of the pantheon along with those is time travel or the manipulation of time uh, which are two kind of different things. So we've seen this done in a variety of ways. Manipulating time has an immense amount of pseudoscience behind it. It's super fun to do. And to me, there's a spectrum that's kind of fully realized when you either, uh, when you visit either end of it, right? You can either control time with a shiny green rock. You can cast a spell with a magic wand and that's the simple end of the spectrum or you have to aim a space bending wormhole through the corona of a solar flare at precisely the right time or you need to venture into a black hole with a ship that has an immense amount of shielding capabilities and 
and all of that is more exposition heavy and super complicated and that's that's the other end of that spectrum of time manipulation. Now, I'm trying to really get away from things like Doctor Who, where time travel is happening literally every episode. I mean, that's, that's the whole crux of the show. Because ultimately, what we're talking about is time manipulation rather than just time travel. So let's let's get away from just being able to traverse the the decades, the eras, the millennia, right? Uh, and let's focus on the actual controlling of time itself. Now the difference being that the doctor is traveling in a time ship through a big wibbly wobbly timey wimey ball of existence and time manipulation is someone being able to say hold a mouse in their hand and completely control how rapidly that mouse ages or if the mouse's age reverses and it turns back into a baby mouse so think Doctor Strange instead of who with the time stone from Marvel right now, in the fantasy world, where you may have time travel, um, that, that would be the school of magic known as chronomancy. Now, chrono being our Latin root for time, and mancy going back to a Greek root word for diviner, divination, or prophet. So, it's basically a time wizard. And if we consider other major powers in fantasy, I mean, this this is really the ultimate school of magic. I mean, y you can either extinguish or completely dominate any other form of magic if you use chronomancy. Fighting earth magic or geomancy? Cast a containment spell that turns back the formation of the earth to dust particles. Fire magic or pyromancy? Just starve its airflow the same way you would handle the geomancer. Necromancy or the uh, raising and manipulation of the dead? So this one's kind of fun. Uh, you could actually speed up the decay of the bones to where <laughs> the dead just turn into dust. Or you could reverse their deaths and make them actually alive again so the necromancer loses their minions. That, that one's kind of fun. You, you could wind them back all the way to when they were babies. So now the, the necromancer's minions are just living babies. <laughs> and he kind of can't do anything with them. The only real weakness I can think of to chronomancy is uh, gravity magic. But it, it would have to be some strong-ass gravity magic. Like, black hole strong. Or the, the kind that you might find supporting a stupidly large celestial body, like a super sun. Uh, if, if you could fold the intensity of the gravity that we have here on Earth by 
a super degree, like a, a stupidly large degree, you could slow or even warp the time spells set against you, maybe even break them. So ideally, if we had a, a gravity mage and a chronomancer, you know, they're fighting. Um, if you're the gravity mage, you could cast some sort of black hole shielding around you. So there's just black holes acting as like a shield, right? And you rush the chronomancer as fast as you can. Which will be tough because they could use like a quick speed spell to get as fast or as far away as fast as possible. And this spell could and most likely would be distorted and sucked away by the black hole spell without you having to do anything other than maintain it uh, because I mean, it's a black hole. It's going to, by its nature, pull in everything around you. Uh, and if its reach is far enough, I mean, I, all you have to do is maintain your shield. And boom, time magic, no longer a problem. So, yeah, I mean, could time magic win? Um, yeah, yeah, I could, but I mean, th this, this kind of battle is the exact definition of an immovable object, gravity, versus an unstoppable force, time, right? So you could conceivably speed up to, say, speed force levels of, of how quickly you make time move um, and this is the speed force from uh, the DC comics right uh, you would need speed force style speeds and you use that to counteract and overtake the effects of the gravity but that's going to take an immense amount of power on the time wielders part we do actually have examples of this exact fight strewn throughout some favorite sci-fi shows like Star Trek and Stargate, um, where they're constantly fighting black holes and time dilation situations. And it, although, you know, the, the futuristic tech-heavy shows do have a more, uh, well, they have a few more answers as to how we may fight the use of time manipulation being thrown at us, we do have things like paradox shielding machines. Um, the, the master uses this in Doctor Who, um, or there's time rings used by uh, Zamasu and Goku Black in Dragon Ball Z. Uh, there's a time dilation device that the replicators in Stargate SG-1 use to skirt along the event horizon of a black hole unimpeded as time surrounding them is warped and sucked into the black hole. So, yeah, I, I think that the more technology-based your stuff is, the more explaining that has to happen and I, I think if it's more mystical and magic-based, then that's really all the explaining that needs doing. I mean, we, we don't have to have the anatomy of a spell to understand it's a spell, right? And it's kind of 
better in that it leaves us room for a lot more cool lore and character flavor text instead of having to constantly go into how technologies work, right? Uh, it also helps things go a lot faster. <laughs> um, I, I can't imagine the amount of times, because they're innumerable, um, when I'm watching a tech-heavy show or movie, uh, the, there's a race against the clock because technology is, uh, you know, struggling to keep up, or they're they're having to do some sort of download or update, or uh, they're oh, there's a virus crashing the mainframe. Oh, we got to reroute. Like there's all of these things that the the heroes or whoever are having to fight with. Um, using technology and it is it's just taking forever but in the fantasy side of things avada kedavra bam death instant like it's a lot quicker um i mean it's sure you know ak-47 boom death but you you know magic (laughs) it's a lot it's a lot cooler it's a lot faster Now, do you have to explain these things when you're on the more tech-heavy side of time manipulation? Not really. But consider what sets tech and magic apart. If you had no clue what a phone was, and I tried to explain it to you and how it works, I would probably just give up and say... It's a magic box where you can summon cat videos and talk to people thousands of miles away. So, maybe it's not so much the actual writings, the the metal and the cogs that make the tech the more sophisticated and seen as more complex. It's all of the explaining, all of the exposition that has to go into things to kind of keep people in the know, keep them in the loop, keep them, uh, invested, right? They, they understand like a minute amount of how things are working so they, they can follow what's going on. Um, and it's, it's all of that that has to go into sci-fi movies and shows that use time manipulation, uh, that, that use a lot of heavy tech oriented stuff in general. So if, if I had to choose which form of time manipulation, uh, I, I would choose to, you know, take the fantasy route. If, if I'm having time manipulation as my ultimate power, my, my godlike power, my, my godlike ability, it's definitely the fantasy route. <laughs> um, because it takes a lot less big machinery or scary maniacs or metal spiders uh, in order to make things work. I mean, with with a wave of my hand, I could I could wrap myself in a shell of temporal energy and fast forward myself to the far flung future just to kind of poke around and see how things work out. Or even more impressively, I could 
manipulate the, the telomeres of my DNA and prevent myself from aging. I would effectively become immortal. Now there is something called a causality, and you mostly see this as an effect that is more often called uh, causality transcendence. It's basically being able to set yourself outside of the laws of physics where cause and effect do not affect your person or personal reality. Now, you could become completely independent of space, time, magnetism, gravity, greater or lesser nuclear powers. You could exist in an omniscient and omnipotent state where you could exist everywhere all at the same time. Uh, just just like uh, Joba Tupaki does in the, uh, the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once. Great movie, by the way. If you haven't seen it, I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Go watch it right now. It's, oh my God, love that movie. Now, this would make you incredibly deadly to somebody who utilizes time manipulation. And you'd be an easy go-to foe because it doesn't matter if I send myself to 5,000 years into the future, the A-causality using person is going to be there because they exist everywhere at all times. So I, I could never run away from them. I, I would have to fight them, right? Now, this is a super rare trait to have, and you don't really see a ton of characters or, or beings or monsters or whatever having a causality as a trait. So coming across... Um, beings like this in any kind of story is, is going to be pretty difficult, pretty rare. And understandably so, they're hard to write. Um, so un unless it's like an eldritch god or a monster or maybe some, some kind of weird mythical being uh, it's it's gonna take something like that to pull a causality off uh, and coming across beings like that for a time manipulator might just be a side effect of utilizing time manipulation it, it might actually draw those kinds of beings to you in some form or fashion so be ready for a hell of a fight I mean Personally, I would take fighting the gravity mage or the swarms of evil metal spiders coming at me rather than Cthulhu or Abeloth. But that is all I had time for today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning back in. Stick around for more Sci-Fi Unchained. But for now, live long and prosper, my friends. And may the Force be with us all.